Thanks for tuning in to Playoff Beards on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Playoff Beards here on the Let's Get Ready Network, the Highlights Channel. I'm Adelia, that's my buddy Snark, and uh, we're here to talk about the fact that the Stanley Cup's been awarded. Mm. It went Vegas Golden Knights in uh, a series that I thought kind of sucked. Yeah. Uh, Snark, how are you? Uh, I'm I'm fine. Uh, yeah, five-game series. Uh, that was, yeah. I was hoping for catastrophic injuries on both sides. Uh, it didn't turn out that way. Uh, it yeah. was pretty injuries, a little one-sided, uh, considering um, one team was, uh, you know, almost eight million dollars over the cap because of an injury. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, but we're not here to talk about that. We'll just talk about the action that was the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, five games, uh, really one-sided. My my question to you is: Was this the worst Stanley Cup clinching game you have ever seen in your life? Because Vegas yeah. won Game Five nine to three. Yeah, I think so. I can't like off the top of my head. I can't imagine. The worst thing is they're up eight to three or something like that, and they're still trying to go for another one. Yeah, um, guys, I, you know, it's it's just I just thought it was classless. Uh, trying to get that ninth goal what like there was three minutes left you really thought they were going to come back you really thought they would have the pressure just hold on to the puck put it in the corner yeah. that's what you're supposed to it do it was um it was definitely not very sportsmanlike to say the very least yeah but you know uh what are you gonna do they're they're champs and they deserved yeah. it like like they do deserve it they deserved it taking nothing away from vegas how much i can't stand them and uh, uh, I wish uh, terrible things upon not only them, but their entire families. I wish this from the bottom of my cold and sad heart as a Jets fan. But uh, they were way better than the Jets. They were just, they were better than Edmonton. They were just better. They were a better team. When the, they were better than anybody else they could have matched up against. The defense on that team is stellar. The goaltending, you know, they were down to what their fourth string goaltender at the time, Aiden Hill. Yeah. And still putting up numbers. He's going to, he's a UFA. He's going to get paid from someone. It's probably not going to be Vegas. Like I can see Vegas trying to run it back with uh, 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 Logan uh, Thompson and with uh, Brassois, not Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill is going to go get paid somewhere, um, mm -hmm. depending on something we may talk about later. Um, there's a few places that he's going to get a chance to go and he's looking for the $4 million range. So, uh, he'll be, uh, not the most expensive goaltender available, but he'll be, uh, 
he's shown that he can play in the playoffs as long as you know you have a defense as solid and as stacked as Vegas is. So as long as you have that, he's gonna be fine. Um, yeah. But still, he can call himself a Stanley Cup champion. He was there on the ice when it happened. Huge ovation when he lifted the cup. Uh, I thought the uh, actual uh, awarding of the cup was quite awkward. Like, why would you do the sparks when Gary's handing the trophy over? You don't get the picture with Gary. Gary, get the hell out of the way. Like, honestly, yeah. that was yeah. brutal. Considering, uh, I think they did the, that same thing with Landeskog last year. It was, uh, it wasn't Gary. It was the the Bill Daly. deputy commissioner. Yeah, Bill, Bill Daly. Daly. Winnipeg boy. But I think, I think they did the same sparks when they handed over the cup thing last year too. It was weird. Yeah, they did it wrong. They've done it wrong twice. Like, yeah. get out. They don't need to be in the picture. Like th that should be the least thing. Like when he calls him over, he should give give his hand a shake, run out of the way. The captain should wait a second, grab the thing. You know who does it right? Soccer. Like they yeah. just nope, and then they lift it, and everything happens. That's when it's supposed to happen, not when the yeah. commissioner is giving it to you. Oh my god! And it's great to see uh, uh, Gary talking about how great a hockey market is in Vegas. Six years in. Let's wait 10 years. Let's wait 10 years. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Of course, they're going to be good. There's no tax. There's no tax there. And, you know, it's Vegas. It's so fun. Yeah. Like, you know, I try and hate that team. Like, I hate the team. But I love the city. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Shout out to Caleb, one of the yes. members here, team members here at LGRN. Um, for Vegas boy, very happy about the Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup. I know it's a childhood dream of his come true. Uh, he's been <laughs> he's been waiting his all entire, six of those long yeah, years. Yeah, it's yeah he has been waiting forty five years of his life to see his yeah. team lift the Stanley Cup or whatever. But you know it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, um, you know what did you think of uh, Jonathan Marshall show being the didn't like it winner? Yeah, I was I was thinking that same thing. Uh, didn't like it. Um, he t he tied uh, for the leading goals. Um, mm -hmm. with uh, he, a, a he guy did that, not have guy, the most points. No. Eichel had the most points. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have given it to Jack Eichel either. Obviously, I would have given it to Mark Stone. Uh, he was everywhere and everything for them. If they needed a goal, if they needed an an assist, if they needed a huge hit, yeah. if they just needed his presence there, Mark Stone was everything for the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, he should have should have won it, but you yeah. know, I think I think a big deal was to give it to the uh, one of the original misfits. So. They were looking for a reason to. It's like, oh, he tied a guy who only uh, played two rounds. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, congratulations to the Winnipeg Jets because they kept him off the score sheet. So, you know, again, five games. <laughs> so you got to look for the little victories. I, God damn it. That's all I get. That's all I get as a Winnipeg Jets fan. And yeah, we're going to talk about a little bit of offseason later. But um, but yeah, 100% it should have been uh, Mark Stone. And not just because he's from Winnipeg. He was, what a player. What a player he was for them this entire playoffs. Of course, uh, yeah. uh, he had lots of rest going into it. 
Uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, eight, I hate this long-term injured over. reserve stuff. I hate it so much. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It should not exist. No, it, you know it. It'll help out a team like uh, Phoenix, I guess. Whatever that they can sell contracts over to, and uh, it's and it's not like other teams like other teams use it to get rid of contracts. They don't use it to, you know, bring people in. Tampa, you know, winning two Stanley Cups because of it, uh, and now Vegas. Uh, but you know. The next team is going to be Denver. Who's going to be able to do it? So the Colorado yeah. Avalanche. So everyone's going the, to look. Everyone's the, going to the, look. The only difference is, I think, is that Landeskog will not be playing at all next year. Yeah. Until like, unless, unless no. the day before the playoffs start, what a remarkable recovery not from your captain. No, it's probably not going to happen. Um, yeah, but they'll be able to use uh, his. Uh, his uh, money or whatever, it's going to be, they're going to be bringing somebody in. Yeah, there was a lot of arguing on Twitter uh, prior to the playoffs about people that thought we had put Landis Grog on long-term injury reserve this year. And then it's like, no, we didn't do that. Probably should have, but we didn't. No. Um, but we're definitely going to be doing that next year, for sure. Let's talk, um, about, uh, let's talk about Florida real quick. Yeah. Um, they came in great postseason for Florida. On Fantastic such a, they came in on such a run. It's just uh, not just you know you're saying like physically, emotionally beaten down. Like when we talk physically beaten down, they got the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Ekblad. I think he said he had a broken foot. Ekblad in- broke his foot during the first round against Boston. He was playing with a torn oblique muscle that happened during the playoffs. And he also duplicated his shoulder twice and at least once had to pass a concussion test. According (laughs) to Maurice. Yep. Uh, (laughs) uh, Poor poor Matthew Kachuk breaks his sternum. Uh, Uh, I can't even imagine how painful that is. uh, I would imagine it'd be incredible. Uh, You know, you don't need to breathe. You don't need to breathe. Uh, like I've had a broken rib and that was painful. I could imagine if every rib was affected, uh, which yeah. would happen with uh, a young Matthew. Um, and then guys like Ratko Gudis and stuff like that. So many people hurt, but yeah, like we were Ratko Gudis had a high ankle sprain. The pulmonary said should have t- kept him out for more than a month. He took one period off. When I, a few years ago, I I stepped off my front step. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to tell you when the doctor said I'm a friggin' klutz. This is what. So I stepped off my front step. I somehow managed to break my foot and give myself a high ankle sprain. Uh, the high ankle sprain hurt more by maybe ten times. It is an extremely painful injury. Oh yeah, and I am the queen of spraining my ankle and a high ankle sprain. What a show off! What a breaker! Horrible. Yeah, it's, it's not something you brag about. Yeah, <laughs> I can sprain my ankle getting up off the floor, like yeah. literally. So, not great. Not great. And he played. He played hockey. Like I of can't course, believe he played. You're basically wearing an iron boot when you play and stuff yeah. like that. They they do enough that just to make sure that you can't move. But yeah, 
you're moving at a, a significant pace, or you should be, the problem wouldn't even be going forward. The problem is be when you have to skate backwards. It, uh, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. But uh, he toughed it out, uh, making himself, you know, a bit of a playoff hero for Florida. But Florida, at least, um, did not get swept this time. I can't remember who swept them the last time. Probably doesn't matter. But uh, they did get one victory in the Stanley Cup Finals, and it was because of Bobrovsky standing on his head. He was uh, the Bobrovsky of the previous round, the round and a half, I guess. Uh, It just wasn't there for the rest of it. Um, I thought it was a shame that they left him in in that awful uh, game five, the clinching game. Um, Yeah. He shouldn't have have been in there. Yeah, after the sixth goal and stuff like that. That second period, um, after they score that uh, one to make it a little closer and then everything falls apart, it's like, you guys, just take them out. Just take them out. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. it's it's, and I, it's still a shame. It's still a shame to see them try and add on in the last two minutes. Um I get, I get, you know, you have that killer instinct and stuff like that, finally. But, you know, mm-hmm. you should have a sporting instinct first. And it's like, you have won. You have beaten them. You know, you have a guy down on the ground and you don't keep punching. You won. You're going to be lifting the championship in three minutes. Don't add insult to injury. It, it, it meant nothing. Yeah, and, and um, all of them on the ice before the final seconds ticked off too was kind of a little annoying like usually we know that you've won but like come on usually it's you know about two three seconds i think they were on the ice at 11 seconds left like they started piling on it's like that's you know guys it was just an extra five seconds that the rest were just gonna let it go was like it's fine um what do you think of the refereeing just in the i'm not gonna say for the playoffs as a whole because i don't think it was great but just for the uh, uh, just for the finals, what did you think of the referee? It was okay, I guess. Like it wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst refereeing I've ever seen. There was nothing really glaring about it. Yeah. Uh, refereeing has become more about uh, game management than actual just calling whatever. And yeah. we always know this going into the Stanley Cup Finals or the playoffs, even. It's a different brand of hockey. It's a, a lot more physical. Yeah. There but was still. that one game we did the watch along to that had like 11 misconducts in it or something. That was but bananas. other than that, that was um, bananas. it wasn't awful. Yeah. And the yeah, calling uh, uh, that uh, second one on Kachuk for nothing is like. Uh, that was bad. That was wait, bad. Like, come on. What are you doing? It was like, oh, your mom's at the game. Oh, your mom was here to see you referee and stuff like that. Not about you. It's never about the referees. And one day, hopefully, somebody's going to be able to shake these guys into it. It's not about you. Just call it. Just call it. And, yeah, yeah, and I don't like that they uh, have the two different rules. I understand it's a lot more physical. But you have to also understand they play by a set of rules. Like, could you imagine the NFL? Uh they call pass interference one way all year. And in the playoffs, you're allowed to just grab a guy and tackle him as soon as he comes off the line. It's like, it doesn't happen, but it happens. That same style penalty happens in hockey. 
every playoffs. So yeah, I don't get. Of course, I, that is uh, to say that uh, notwithstanding that New Orleans Los Angeles Rams game from a few years ago, uh, yeah. that was brutal. That was absolutely brutal. But uh, that was NHL style refereeing at its finest in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that was the, the Stanley Cup's over. Vegas has it. Congratulations, I guess. Yeah, um, a lot of Manitobans getting to lift that Stanley Cup. Well, yeah. So there was that. Do you know the thing that annoyed me the most about Vegas winning the Stanley Cup? Mm. Has nothing to do with the Golden Knights themselves, but the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets, are celebrating their NBA championship in Vegas over the weekend. And there's photos of Jeff Green of the Nuggets, who share a building with the Colorado Avalanche, wearing a Vegas Golden Knights jersey. And I got very annoyed. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. That's the <laughs> thing what? that annoyed me not the most good about optics. Vegas winning the, the, the Stanley Cup. Not good optics at all. Not good optics. Uh, how about that Stan Cranky? I think or he does pretty Cronky. well. Crunky. Yeah, he's Crunky. Crunky. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, we're not done. done here, though. Oh, yeah, we're not done. We're not uh, done. No. Uh, let's talk a little bit. What Do you have a favorite moment just of the playoffs? My moment is incredibly silly. It's not any, like, specific thing that actually, you know, like, affected a game or anything like that. But you go back to the... Uh, Hurricanes and Islanders series, uh, there was a moment where each team having a Sebastian Ajo on their roster, both of them were in the penalty box at the same time. And that's the most amusing, that's the most long-standing thing I'm going to remember from this playoffs for a very long time. So, uh, that moment. That made it easy. Just cut and paste. Just cut and paste. Yep. Uh, I had a couple. I had a couple. Uh, number one, obviously, uh, and of course, in true Winnipeg Jets fan fashion, uh, it's Adam Lowry scoring with uh, three seconds left for the uh, Jets to come all the way back from being down 4-1 to tie the game with three seconds left. And of course, the Jets lose in double overtime, but whatever. Uh, that Adam Lowry goal was amazing, and I was so happy. And of course, I had the rug taken out from under me, but it is what it is. Uh, at least we lost to the eventual champs again. That seems to happen to us quite a bit, but uh, I would say number two, uh, the F- Toronto fans screaming, we want Florida. We oh, want that's Florida. hysterical. That's hysterical, I yeah. It. I love it. You guys got exactly what you deserve. Uh, so we could talk about that real quick. We've talked about it before. Uh, the Leafs, uh, the Leafs uh, actually won a playoff series. Uh, mm-hmm. 19 years of jokes down the tubes, but uh, they've changed now. They've gone to Calgary's uh, former GM. They figure that's the way to the championship. Another team. I that's don't know won. why. Whatever. You know, whatever. Dubas has gone to uh, Pittsburgh. He is assuming uh, the title of president. He's also the interim GM. Uh, and uh, they just announced uh, his uh, little buddy, Jason Spezza, is the assistant GM. So I think uh, you can see Dubas be the uh, acting GM uh, for the season with Spezza taking over next year. Um, yeah. A couple of different things going on. Uh, Laviolette now, the coach in New York. He keeps getting jobs. He's yep. won a championship. He won with Carolina. Uh I, you know, 
he hasn't done as well in other places he's been. Does he? Uh, is he the guy to turn around this New York Rangers squad? I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see, well, I don't see it at all. Um, this is a team that also went out and get aging veterans with bad hips. So mm -hmm. the GM has to say, just because we can, maybe we shouldn't. But you know, yeah. as long as you know, as long as they uh, keep performing uh, to lessen their abilities, I'll always be happy. Never going to be a New York Rangers fan. Never in my entire life. Um, we got a few minutes left here. This guys, this is not the season finale. We're going to come back in a couple weeks. We're going to talk about the draft in the first uh, day or so of uh, a free agency, but uh, just on the whole, you're a, you're a Colorado avalanche fan for whatever reason. Um, what did you think of your season um, as it was? I'm a Colorado avalanche fan. Cause I'm from Denver originally that that's a big sense. part of it make it makes perfect sense, sense it makes a lot of sense um i thought that our season was full of perseverance because yeah. we had the injuries like crazy this year um i i went into the stanley cup thinking that we would get past seattle but i didn't think we were going to win again it would have been nice if we could have but we didn't get past seattle and that's that um we lost almost 500 man games to injury this year, which is a lot. And uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully next season being healthier team. Cause I think we can, I think we are in that window where we can go on a run with this team again, but we need to get some things straightened out. There's the whole Val Nichushkin situation that he's apparently everything's fine. Apparently like NHL and everybody knows what happened and like nobody wants to say what it is though. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling he'll be suiting up for game one next season, though. It doesn't look like there's any sort of suspension or anything incoming. So um, there's that. Uh, we'll be playing next season without Landeskog like we played this season without Landeskog. I'll be actually honestly surprised if Gabriel Landeskog ever plays again. That's just me. Um, the surgery he's having is, is no joke. Mm -hmm. So. Um, but for this season overall, it's just, I just was impressed with our perseverance to go and end up winning the division and everything. It took it to the last day of the season and all that, but it happened. And uh, look forward to next year. That's all you can do. What about you and Winnipeg? Uh, well, Winnipeg has a lot of problems. Uh, I'll talk about it in a sec. So you guys are definitely going to need a second-line center. Um, yes, very much so. Where do you guys look? Where I'm, I keep thinking you guys look to Calgary and, and an old friend. Calgary. Uh, yeah, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's it's gonna cost. I, yeah, he had a bad season in Calgary. Like, do they do they try? Yeah. But. My two thoughts on that were either try to get Kadri back or sign Ryan O'Reilly because he's been there before. Ryan O'Reilly, he knows the organization and everything. Yep. Um, I think he was draft. Wasn't he drafted by Sackett? Pretty sure we. I'm pretty sure we drafted him. Yep. Um. So it would be interesting to me to see him back and see if he could fill that hole. I mean, he's a fantastic player when he, he wants was. to be. He was. Yeah. He's older. When he wants to be. He's, he's older, older now. Mm -hmm. Um. But as a, 
I don't I don't like the term rental players. I think that's not nice to the players. Well, it, it won't be a re- it wouldn't but, be a rental player as if you got Ryan O'Reilly, you'd probably sign him for two years, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, a rental player is more of a guy that you would get at the trade deadline. I don't, yeah. Yeah, but but still, that that kind of guy that you sign because you have an injury that is going to be a season or or what, just to fill that hole until that guy comes back. That's still kind of also a rental player. Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, as long as yeah, he has no big future there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'd love to have Kadri back more than I'd love to have Ryan O'Reilly, but I could see them going the Ryan O'Reilly route because they just have to pay Ryan O'Reilly. They wouldn't have to give anything up for him. Yeah. And we don't have much in the way of like prospects and things that we can give up to anybody because we, you know, sort of mortgaged the house to win the cup last year and oh well. But oh well. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> but it, it has left us kind of without like some draft picks and some some high-ranking prospects to trade. So um there's that. You guys have always been good at uh, bringing players up though. So uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's GMs with eyes on your on your uh, AHL team and stuff like that right now. It's thinking, okay, okay, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think Kadri would be a great fit back. Um, the contract is long, but if the uh, if the entry to Landis Cog is true, where it could mean you know it could if well, it that- could mean his career, then it fits. It will fit. Yeah. He also already fits there you know you won with him yeah i, I think it just um, makes sense the deal with landis Gog is he had knee cartilage transplant surgery which is what lonzo ball had in the nba and there's all these rumors that chicago expects lonzo ball to never play again now yeah. so i would not be surprised if there's a press conference halfway through next season or whatever and it's landis Gog saying it's he's not gonna retire yeah as long as that contract is uh, is is as long as the contract is, he won't retire because Colorado will happily pay him so they can use his money on LTIR. So I there's mean, no way true. he retires. It's the same that's thing true. with Brian Little uh, when uh, he had his uh, injury when he got that. Like the poor guy he had so many bad injuries, but he got a slap shot to the ear from his own teammate. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it knocked out his equilibrium, and we ended up uh, trading his rights to, uh, or his contract to the Coyotes and stuff like that. So after a year or so, um, but uh, uh, yeah, he's never stepped foot in Phoenix other than to play. So uh, that's just the way those kind of things goes. And so yeah, um, Landis Cog coming back, of course, would be the prize. Uh, but yeah. I don't, yeah, it, like you're saying, it, it's going to be tough to see him come back and be, uh, and I think they have to think about uh, their actual uh, future now. Getting Kadri back helps out, and at that price, at 7.5 or whatever he's making, I think it yeah. works for them. It's yeah. a long, it's a long term, though. Like, he yeah. still has to get paid for another five years, so. Um, um, but, yeah. Enough about the Colorado goddamn avalanche and their winning ways, and it makes me sick to my stomach. Let's talk about a team that hasn't won shit and probably won't win anything for a while. <laughs> my beloved Winnipeg Jets. Um, so, started out Game Busters. Um, this has happened before. Um, 
after the Jets made the Western Conference Finals in 2018, when we lost to vegas again um we started out that next year again like gangbusters and then about january everything fell to shit uh eventually uh we lost out to st louis st louis goes on to win the uh the stanley cup uh same thing this year we were first in the western conference at one point in december january and everything fell to shit we lose to vegas again first round um problem is now with the the way the contracts were done and stuff like that uh we are gonna supposedly lose a bunch of stars number one pierre luc dubois uh i'm a fan of the way he plays i'm not a fan of the man personally uh looks he's already said he's not going to sign here long term which is his right he's a restrictive he'll be a, a restrictive free agent again um it was always a rumor him going to montreal uh looks like he's opened himself up to agreeing to go to a few other teams and stuff like that so we'll see what can happen the big problem is connor hellebuck also wants to move on and he's at the he said uh he it's rumored and it's said through the athletic that he has decided that uh his next contract will be with another team not with the jets he won't resign so uh again puts us in a pickle but at least with hellebuck we're in a pickle of this guy is probably the second best goaltender in the league behind vasilevsky mm-hmm. um only one year remaining on his contract but with teams looking to win now and teams with open spots let's say a buffalo let's say a new jersey devils uh Los Angeles Kings, like there's so many different teams that could use Connor Hellebuck that have the assets to acquire him. Um, but it's going to take a lot. We're going to need roster player, their top prospect, at least one first round pick. It's going to, you know, you're going to get people saying, well, he's getting older. It's like, guys, goaltenders get better as they get older. He's 29 years old or 30. He's probably got nine years left in him. That's a nine-year window of winning. So you gotta, we're gonna, you're gonna have to pay the piper to get him. Hopefully Chevy actually does something. Hopefully he doesn't sit on his hands again this summer. Just go out to the cabin, just wait for everything to happen. Because here's the deal, Winnipeg. Like I love living here. I think it's great. Uh it's always going to be like the number one spot where players don't want to get traded. And we have such a hard time bringing in um, free agents for whatever reason, because everyone's been a rich spoiled brat their entire life and they expect everything and stuff like that. Like guys, it's here. Like you guys are in for a night. You guys are in for a night. That's why you don't ever see it, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, we need to draft and develop and we need to get young guys so we need young players coming back it's like an, an established guy or whatever coming back and any of these trades really doesn't do us any good but we have such good players coming and we i think we just need to get that veteran leadership supposedly the room's been toxic forever blake wheeler is still around 
uh, in the last year of his $8.25 million contract or whatever, which he's lived, I'll say he's lived up to, but supposedly uh, he he's a pain in the ass, and that's why we had to trade Patrick Liney, for instance. Uh, the two just did not get along. We got Pierre-Luc Dubois, and now look what's happening with this. Um, we also have Mark Shifley on his last year. Mark Shifley, the first ever draft pick of the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, love the guy. He just does not want to play friggin' defense. It drives me nuts, but he's a 40-goal scorer. Is there a market for him? Who knows? Is there a market for him to come back? Who knows? Uh, yeah, he, it's puzzling. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot going on in Winnipeg. Uh, a lot of which is going to be settled, I think, in within the next two weeks, uh, leading up to the draft, which is going to lead us to this isn't the season finale of the show. We will be doing another show. Uh, to recap the draft that's coming up and also the first days of free agency. And we'll be doing that in a, what day is it? Like, I guess we'll be doing it in a couple of weeks here, guys. So uh, hang tight. We're not done with the season, even though Vegas finished off the season proper. We still have a, a little bit of business to do, Adelia. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's take a moment and hear from Justin on how you can help support the okay. channel. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. And if you want to support the channel, that's patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. Dollar a month gets you into the Discord where you can hang out in voice chat with me and Snark and others and discuss anything and everything uh, like we do. That's right. Uh, also, uh, I enjoy that picture of that full frontal hug that uh, he's giving there, too. It's yes. that weird picture with the guy with the long fingers and stuff, too. Weird. Mm-hmm. Not medical, I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. Anything else we should talk about, Snark? No. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. The Vegas Golden Knights have uh, finally, have finally won the Stanley Cup. Congratulations. Yeah, they've waited that them. whole long six years of existence. You got to hand it to the owner, though. He was saying. Yeah, like, you do. He was saying Stanley Cup in six years. Like, an aggressive. And, yeah, he didn't, like, they pull no punches. Like, they get rid of fan favorites because they know they have to win. They had a, an idea. We need to win. And they goddamn did it. So congratulations to them. Ruthlessness works. It does. In certain areas. Mm-hmm. Not in Winnipeg. Um, congrats to Vegas. Congrats again to Caleb. Oof, He's the only yeah, Vegas Caleb. Golden Knights fan I know of. Yeah. So. That's right. The only one that probably uh, only counts. True. Mm-hmm. Uh. If we got nothing else to talk about, Snark, where can we find you in the offseason? Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, you'll find me at Snark Yeti on Twitter. Uh, but, yeah, you'll find me there. Uh, let's see. What else are we doing? We're going to have something coming up here pretty soon to fill our time. Um, we haven't decided when the exact date we're going to be uh, dropping that stuff on. But, uh, 
uh, watch for Adelia and I continuing on. Maybe not in the sports, you know, arena. Maybe it'll be on our uh, regular channel, LGR Network. Um, but also, you can find me. Uh, well, you can't find me on starting eleven because that's wrapped up. Wait for that at the end of August. Uh, I've been doing a lot of things with uh, Entertainment News Break on the big uh, channel. Also doing uh, Indiana Jones reviews. Uh, just waiting for Justin to come and uh, explain why he thinks the Temple of Doom is the best Indiana Jones movie. I was flabbergasted when I heard that. Okay. I can't wait to hear him explain it. Uh, that'll be happening very soon. We'll be uh, covering all the Indiana Jones movies. We'll, we'll be doing it now fairly quickly, I hope, as the uh, Indiana Jones, uh, was it the Dial of Destiny, opening very soon in theaters. Uh, that's about it for me. How about you, Adelia? Uh, you can find me on the rally with Ferris. We'll be doing an episode wrapping up Roland Garros and uh, previewing the grass court season in this uh, upcoming mm. week. And uh, be doing lots of rally episodes about the tennis this summer, um, hopefully. So Wimbledon, U.S. Open is still to come. Nice. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Adelia Chambo. Um, I pop up on other things here and there, but not uh, as often as maybe I was when Starting Eleven was going. Because no. <laughs> that was guaranteed us every week. We will have that uh, project that Snark was alluding to. That'll be on our sister channel, LGRN Entertainment. Links to that are in the description. Please subscribe over there. We would really appreciate it. And subscribe to this channel. Um, we are so, so, so close to 100 subscribers on the uh, the uh, Highlights YouTube channel. Please subscribe and uh, click the notification bell. Set the notification settings to whatever you want because I don't think they work anyways. Um, and uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks with that uh, wrap-up show with the draft and the beginning of free agency. And until then, we will see you.